Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again. Happy Easter. Hope everyone is well. Moving through the vaccination process, getting back to some semblance of normalcy prior to the pandemic, whatever normal is. I do not know what that is. It's a subjective term. Um, but hope everyone is doing well and um, taking care of themselves. Today, I want to focus on more, probably not a not really a non-clinical topic, but I, I you know, I've, I've mentioned before, born and raised Catholic. Um, Bruce Springsteen put it best, once you're Catholic, there's no getting out. Um, there's some truth to that. Uh, it's the foundation of, you know, at least my belief system, and it does have a place in psychology, psychiatry, uh, to a certain degree, and most people I found in clinical practice do have a sense of connectedness to some higher spiritual being. But I heard a sermon today that really kind of resonated. And it was it was called The God Who Stoops. Now, this is not a religious episode by any means. But what I took away from it from a psychological perspective is our responsibility as individuals to remove ourselves from positions of status, positions of power, positions that other people view as influential, and reconnect to the individuals that are in our everyday lives, whether or not we know them or not. I go back to an example. Um, we were needing to get gas and I was filling up the gas tank in the car. And I remember this guy came over and said, you know, can you put five bucks in my, my truck? I, I just got to get back home. Uh, and he didn't live far. And it was almost instinctual, and I think this is for the grace of God and the blessings of the values I was raised with my parents, that I said, yeah, no problem, you know. Um, no, it actually was at a store, and I had him follow me to a gas station, and I remember I just filled up his tank. And he wanted my address, my phone number, and I, I didn't even blink an eye. I was just grateful, you know, that I was able to do something. And I think at this current juncture in our society that we are so far removed there are so many different movements and sex and and political identifications religious identifications that we have moved away from the communal human experience now i mentioned this there is no such thing as the unconscious but carl jung had a term and he believed in what's called the collective unconscious. And what he meant by that is we share the universal experiences of our ancestors. In a prologue to one of Bruce Springsteen's songs, The Ghost of Tom Joad, um, in that album, he wrote a song, um, across the border and if you watch the movie the grapes of wrath this kind of resonates with with tom joad as a character um and it's one of the many tattoos that i i have uh on my arm and 
the what he said is that maybe we are not individual souls that we are simply p- part of one larger soul and that is kind of what young meant by the collective unconscious now for the grace of god i have a bunch of letters in front of my name and after my name so what that just i tell people all like all the degrees on the wall that just makes people think i know what i'm talking about we are all healers we are all helpers and we also have the responsibility to be healers and helpers. I can't tell you how many people that I've encountered from a clinical perspective who have had their self-esteem positively and negatively impacted by the spoken and unspoken interactions with people. Most of you guys have probably heard the self-fulfilling prophecy. If you, you know, say something enough times to a person, eventually that's what they begin to believe about themselves. So, for example, if you tell a child you're not smart, you're fat, you're ugly, that that becomes it, kids are like sponges. They they internalize that. That becomes this starts to become fused with who they are, and. You know, as adults, we're not immune to that at all. We simply think, well, I'm at a certain age, and what you say really doesn't matter. And, yeah, that you can say that, but if we take, take the emotional part of it, it does impact us. Now, in this, in this fractured society, we are labeling people left and right. We're not helping anybody. We're, we're, we're blaming people. This is why now I talk about, go back to my... Uh, episode on locus of control we don't want to take any responsibility we want to live our amazon lives of i want it i want it now i'll help who i want to help on my terms and that's it and when i need it there's an there's not even a a subtext there's an expectation that those involved in my life will be there to fulfill my needs we we are a very self-centered society. We don't care about other people. And this is, the, I'm talking reality. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. We do not care about other people. We live our lives on our own terms. We do what we want to do when we want to do it. And from a professional medical clinical perspective, that is causing so much damage not only to children, but to adults, geriatrics. We don't realize the power of our words. I've worked with enough patients who've been victims of abuse, and invariably a common theme is I'd rather he or she just hit me because I can cover up the scars. I can cover up the bruises. I can make I can make an excuse, oh, I fell down the stairs, but I can't unring the bell of the words. I can't unring what that person said about me. And we have all said things that were like, oh boy. In, in a world of social media, you, this is rampant. You know, look at, look at the ex-president, I wouldn't even call him the president of the United States, the, the, the cyberbullying, and the irony that his his wife was the champion of uh, 
her, her quote unquote first lady mission was anti bullying. But I mean, the the hypocrisy has divided our country. The United States is so polarized, and people don't even know. I mean, being a Democrat, being a Republican, are not personalities. But we, but the way the news manifest this it's as if these are ideologies and people blind faith in anything is dangerous i've brought this up before blind faith is incredibly dangerous so is blind ignorance and blind ignorance is related more to our it could be refusal uh could be ignorance could be could be laziness to not realize our responsibility to each other and the just, just think about, you know, if you get a compliment, how how much that enhances our self-esteem. You know, but it cuts both ways. You know, we're more apt to, to file a complaint or, you know, post something online because the stuff that people post online, 99% of people would never say that face-to-face to someone. And the ones that do probably have a form of psychopathology that's undiagnosed. So... In, you know, back to the sermon of, you know, um, the God who stoops, I think if you translate that into a humanistic level, we all have a responsibility to stoop, to help those. It, it, it could be financially. It could be encouragement. It could be motivation. It could be simply just listening. It could be giving advice, moving outside of ourselves out of a self-centeredness that has plagued our society and polarized us to a point that if we don't identify with one group, then we're labeled as this. And if we identify with this group, we're labeled as this. It, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Back to my metaphor about the mirrors. Take a look in the mirror. Take a look in your mirror, not the carnival mirrors, and look at what you see. We are all perfect in some ways, and we are all imperfect in some ways. And when you confront the imperfections, and that's what we focus on in psychotherapy and in diagnostics, my job is to find out what's wrong with you. And, I, and that's one of the things I, I, I struggle with because that, that's, that's what I do. I, I love what I do, but my job is to figure out what's wrong with people, not to figure out what's right. And I, 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 the, doing feedback sessions is probably the hardest part of my job. Administering psychological and neuropsychological evaluations is, is easy. Um, writing 40, 50, 60, 80, 90 page evals and, and diagnosing people, that's easy. But when that person comes back or that family comes back and I have to tell them this is what is wrong, that is the hardest part of my job. But I make it a point to instill a sense of hope. And I think we've lost, we, we've, we've really lost sight of a sense of hope. And we're looking for somebody to give it to us when in reality, we all have the power through our words, through our actions to give a sense of hope, to be a healer. You do not have to be a doctor. You do not have to be a therapist. You do not have to be a pastor. You do not have to have a title in order to heal people. And we need to have a sense of humility. None of us are better than anybody else. 
independent of our education, our jobs, what we do for a living, the amount of money in our bank account. That is irrelevant when you break it down to the responsibility of individuals in the human condition. And I, and I love that message. Yes, I am spiritual. The God who stoops, you know, he went into the hog pens. He went into the dungeons. He went into the dirt. You know, do you take the parable that Jesus, or that actually wasn't a parable, the story of the prostitute um, that all the leaders brought up and brought to Jesus and said, uh, the law says she should be stoned. And, you know, two things. One, if she was a prostitute and she got caught, there must have been somebody else. So why did he go away? Uh, the second is, were they, why are they doing surveillance on people? But the whole point was, Jesus' message was, those of you without sin cast the first stone. And they all walked away. And we all have our flaws. And it's okay to embrace those flaws. It's not okay to ignore them. And it's not okay to, it's not okay to claim ignorance. It's not okay to just simply say, you know what? Yeah, I got a really bad temper. Boy, that feels really good. I can admit that and then not do anything about it. That's not acceptable. So, you know, using Easter as a platform for rebirth, rejuvenation, uh, there's a great quote that I've read years ago, and obviously it's by somebody labeled as anonymous. He said, I'd rather spend my life believing in God and die and find out that he does not exist than spend my life believing in God, not believing in God, and find out that he does. And again, by no way is this a message of religiosity, of conversion. It's simply trying to connect the different parts that have really um, deconstructed our our human condition in a polarized world where we identify with race and you see the hate crimes on tvs uh you see all these different movements um again blind faith in anything is dangerous question everything and look in your mirrors for god's sakes look because everybody has strengths Everybody has something that they can give. You may not realize it. You may don't have to put a label to it, but but the, the power of words, the power of paraverbal or nonverbal communication and how that can impact people positively and negatively. We have we have a responsibility, a moral, a civic, a social responsibility to one another, independent of whether you're black, white. Asian, left-handed, right-handed, Muslim, Buddhist, Jewish, Christian, independent. Take the labels off because once you put the labels on, then you start to pigeonhole and define. And the definitions that people come up with are so idiosyncratic and so myopic and often they're incredibly wrong. And those, those belief systems they get passed on around the inner circle of the family and the individuals with which we interact. So my encouragement is take what you have and become a healer. No matter what your profession, no matter what your position, no matter what your belief system is, you can help other people. 
and <laughs> you can't disagree with me. We need a lot of help. The world needs help. And, and the power of the collective human experience really is transcendental. So have a great uh, Easter weekend. Stay safe. Be well. Um, and look forward to talking with you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye.